Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Good morning. It is 7.15, 75 degrees, rain in the forecast, but we got some great people in our forecast, beginning right now with Gene Valentino. And Gene, the studio audience, is always, always happy to uh, to hear your voice. Now, before we get started into some politics here, which you and I both love to talk about, I want to get a little, get the down low on the new plane. <laughs> well, last week we reported that we were getting it. We have it. It's sitting in the hangar. And this lightning and rainstorms uh, between your home and mine hasn't helped any, but um, it's getting polished up, and we're just, um, it, it's home. It's finally made it, made it to its destination. You have got to be excited about that. Now, you, you spent a lot of money to build a, you live on an interesting place where you have the, uh, the, just about the entire bay in front of you, to the north of you, and so you have a great place to land that little, what's the name of your aircraft, the, the, the type? Yeah, it came out of the development about 15 years ago, 12 years ago. It went to market. It's called the Icon Aircraft, like it, like the word Icon. Yeah, and uh, it's a public company. I mean, you can call it up on uh, on the on the web www.iconaircraft.com. Uh, but this quite this, an exciting. This, this aircraft will land in the water and on on a runway, and you can of course land out in the bay and come right into your house right to man, what a great way to live huh well you know the, <laughs> the ride to biloxi is about uh, two hours and five two hours and ten minutes i can do it in about 35 minutes yeah that's going to be great because you're going to come over here and you're going to land right there by the beau rivage or the hard rock or something and and uh and and we're going to go for a little we're going to go for a little spin there you go there all you right go. I'm look, I'm look, have, I'm have a burger for, ready for me that's right that's right. So we're, we're looking forward to that. Okay, so let's move on. Now, you know, something that you and I are not real familiar with is rap music. And rap music is not something that I listen to. It's not something that I enjoy. But you and I, and many of us listening to this, uh, to this radio show, have something in common with a rap star, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, this story has been like, like just on fire all week. Nicki Minaj, the rap singer, had the audacity to speak her mind about the COVID vaccine. And, uh, I mean, it has gone all week long where they are just, the left has collectively lost their mind over her tweets that question the vaccine, its effectiveness, what it does to people. They can't have this. So they have been on her all week. They're so worried that they invited her to the White House to talk to Dr. Fauci. Um, and, and so, you know, they've been after her. I, I, one story that I've got to get out here because it's so funny. Uh, she responded to CNN anchor Don Lamont recently about, uh, about comments that he had to say about her. During CNN's Kumo primetime, time, Lamont said, the people who are not getting COVID vaccine Vaccines who are believing the lies on the Internet instead of science 
It's time to start shaming them or leave them behind because they're keeping the majority of Americans behind, he continued. The people talking about, I don't know what's in the shot. You know what they, you know what they get shots in nowadays in their rear ends. They're getting shots to make it bigger. You don't have to listen to a minority of people who are being harmful to the greater good and who are not acting on logic, reason, and science. Well, Nikki, you know, Nikki Minaj, she didn't take that laying down. She, uh, she said she's being demonized for asking questions about the vaccine, adding that Lamont definitely has a small Johnson, uh, and he's mad because he couldn't fix that. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you have, you, you realize just, I, I, let me interrupt you and say, within two minutes on the news, I've watched Taliban get Blackhawks. I've watched the president give mandates to people on shots. I've listened to Nicki Minaj talk about the size of the Johnson of Don Lamont. <laughs> And um, her, some cousin or someone else with um, uh, uh, inflated testicles. I, I, I think there's nothing left. There's nothing left to talk about. When are we going to get back to some sense of reality? What has our news become? Well, you know, a lot of this is really just a smokescreen to cover a lot of things that are going on out there. You look at the southern border. My goodness. Gene, we have we, we are absolutely loose. We are being overrun by foreigners in our country. If this were if these people were carrying guns, there would be a war at our border right now. And the U.S. military would be down there trying to put down these people invading our country. You know, many um, years ago when I was county commissioner in a different context, I brought up the notion that, you know, over history, the United States has brought on more states. The more recent in the last hundred years was Alaska and Hawaii. And um, so now we have 50 states, 50 stars on the flag, <clears throat> and um, uh, a few more taxpayers and, and uh, innovators and uh, providers and productive people. What I'm watching the news this morning before we got on the air, and we're now not disclosing, the Biden administration is not disclosing the fact that there's over 10,000 people hidden under these bridges on the highway system at the border, be, uh, overrunning the, um, the, the, for, the uh, operations to get these people dispersed into the country illegally. And yeah. here's the point. If we brought on a 51st state, a 52nd state, a 53rd state, they would be right where they are, not rushing our borders. They would enjoy the privileges and benefits that they're rushing into our border to enjoy, health care and a way of life and a cost of living uh, and an income. They would enjoy all those benefits right there in their own backyard. There would be nothing to rush into. They would be contributors to the tax base of this nation which you and I right now are complaining about because all those 10,000 people under the bridge coming over, we're paying for. Oh, yeah. If nope. they were citizens legally and stayed right where they are, like Hawaii and uh, Alaska being adopted into the 
49th and 50th state in the nation, we would all this immigration crap would, would be out the door. Sit them down in a class and teach them what the American Constitution is, give them some qualification requirement to become citizens, and now right where they are down in Guadalajara or Costa Rica or who knows where, as American citizens, assistant American citizens, they become taxpayers as well. And we now can actually travel there uh, easier. Great for our travel system because now we can travel to those wonderful places and still enjoy it without all the fear of, um, of mafia and insurrection and um, and uh, those uh, uh, insurgent groups that are trying to take over those very... They're coming here because those go- uh, governments are destabilized. If yeah. they're destabilized and rushing our border, well, hey, we understand, but America first, guys. We have an obligation under the Constitution to take care of all of our citizens within the borders first. Sure, we last year we had over a million legal citizens come into the United States, but um, w- they went through a process. So you want to take on uh, an entire border? Ask the president of Mexico if he wants to be governor of the of the state of Mexico, and there's millions of people now become an additional state in the fifty first star on the American flag. Well, if you will remember correctly, we took parts of Mexico and made it a part of the U.S. I don't think you ask anything. I think you just go get it. it it's 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 in our best interest that that. Ha- but I'm not sure that that is ever going to happen, and I don't think people will even discuss it in a uh, in a way that would be constructive. Yeah. It's easier to ship fentanyl in and destroy millions of lives in America, right? You're exactly right. You're exactly right. But, you know, back to the, I, I don't want to change the subject, but back to the, to the Nicki Minaj, the rap singer. You know, I, 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 we've got a connection with her because she's speaking up. She's speaking her mind. She's saying what she thinks. And, she's try, and they're trying to punish her for it, but she is tough-skinned. And what, oh, yeah. you know, what I like about it is the fact that you have, like, the Don Lamonts of the world. Now, he's a, he's a black man, on, has a you know, news show on CNN. She's firing back at him and telling him, you wait a minute, you know, don't you start that stuff with me, uh, Little Johnson. We, we, you know, I want, I want to say what I want to say, and this is still America. But I think what it, what it has done is made a lot of people out there, especially black Americans, you know, 60% of black Americans have not had the COVID shot. That is a large contingent of people that vote Democrat. And that is why they are trying to contain this and stop it from spreading, because they don't want somebody with 20 million followers, a lot of them in the black community, to hear some of the other side of what's going on with this COVID vaccine. I think that is so important. And so you got to remember, this scares the hell out of the left, because if black people get together and decide the Democrats are not doing them right, they are lost forever. Well, the, they've lost the trust of the Biden administration. Seventy percent in the last survey are very upset or extremely upset with Biden's administration. Now, that isn't all Republican uh, conservatives. That's got to be independents and Democrats of all minorities. And it's leaking over and they're feeling the pain. 
And it's exact. And here's the problem: the merits of the vaccine aside, you have lost the trust and confidence by the politicization of the vaccine. And now you've got everybody recoiling and not getting it, not because of the defective vaccine, but because of the um, uh, political uh, distrust, mistrust in this Biden administration's delivery. Remember, the vaccine was from the private sector. Private business made the vaccine. It was under the Pence and Trump uh, leadership that brought the vaccine to market. They provided the money and the motive and the um, and the momentum to get this thing going on a fast track uh, before Biden came into office. But it was the private sector that brought that vaccine out. Uh, you know, in our past conversations, Michael, we talked about the concept of deflection and distraction. Here we go again. We got in one sentence a conversation that infuriates everybody about the border. Next sentence, we're talking about the vaccine and the merits of it. The next sentence, we're talking about Afghanistan and uh, the distrust we have in Biden's policy. And now we're talking about the size of Nicki Minaj's buddy's testicles. I, 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 I can't figure out why it's all distraction and deflection. <laughs> it is. There's no doubt. And about by it. the way, and then, by the way, how does Nicki Minaj know about uh, Don Lemon's um, um, Johnson side? Well, where, that, where she just what, you know what she did. She did what uh, she's saying that because of the way you act, you must have a, a little Johnson. That's what she said, and, and that's what she was referring to. But one of the other things that we haven't even hit on yet is the fact that Twitter, Facebook, the big tech, they shut her down. Twitter shut her down because they don't want that message to get out to the black community because they're scared to death that their communist left-wing policies that they're pushing on this country will actually have somebody out there that that uh, disagrees with them. The right of free speech and self-expression, you would think, would be the headline in the news that we'd be fighting and discussing as the topic of the day. Now it sits in the background as a smaller issue, but once we get a Republican conservative Congress back and hopefully Trump back, uh, who despises the, the, the swamp and knows how to deal with that mess better than you and me, when <laughs> once we get them back, uh, I hope we put legislation in force that blasts the tar out of Twitter and Facebook and the rest of them and puts them in a liable situation, a legally liable, tortious situation for the damage they've caused in denying free speech. Yeah, and that's the music playing, Gene. We have talked for 15 minutes, hard to believe. But thank you so much for joining us. I always appreciate your viewpoint, and we'll see you again soon. Bestie, buddy. Now, to the biggest Johnson in the room, Ted Tibbet. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Johnson is on hold, by the way. 7.30, bottom of the hour.